Hey everybody, it's Christmas Eve and welcome back to another episode of The Soul Glitch. Season 1, Episode 2, Impeach This, Eddie Murphy's Revenge. In this episode, we talk about Eddie Murphy's revenge and return after 35 years as Saturday Night Live. We talk about struggle food. We talk about Dr. Boyce Watkins going in on Lizzo and how Russell Simmons isn't going out like that. And we cap the episode off uh, with the impeachment hearings and my segment, We Shall Overcome Dancing for Chicken. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thank you. Right, the Christmas the Eve edition of Soul Glitch. We're back. Yes, we are back. How you doing? I'm doing good. You sent me that link about Eddie Murphy's uh, return after 35, uh, mm-hmm. 35 years. Yeah, did you see it? I wa- I've been watching clips. I didn't watch it live. It was hilarious. You clicked. It was. It was very funny. Your boy has it. A, he very he has it. Mr. Beat. His timing is still there. Mm-hmm. You see, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. Mr. Robinson's neighborhood has been gentrified. I said, Mr. Robinson's neighbor, he must live in Durham. <laughs> is it that bad in Durham? I haven't been. Let me put it like this. I mean, I moved out. I moved away decades. I don't know if you remember South Street near Fayetteville Street. When I first got there in the 95, Look like Night of the Living Dead over there. Mm-hmm. There, that was the first time I ever seen show enough crackheads. Like I come from a small town, and we had functional drug addicts. We didn't have crackheads. We didn't have crackheads in the sense of people who wake up in the morning on whose sole purpose was to find the rock. That's the first time I saw that was on South Street. Mm-hmm. Open air drug market, whole stroll. It's like they took a big eraser. And erased it I went and looked at a house over there With a, a real estate agent $320,000 Shut the hell up I told her I said uh, uh, Ma'am I remember when I could have got a crack house Over here for $10,000 She says I remember Because I worked Durham PD during that time You should have bought it then <laughs> I was like you're right Wow it, That's crazy look, it, is, it looks like my blue heaven over there There's grass They even got bike lanes The birds came back they I saw They have back like, bike lanes And I saw a white woman Walking a Pomeranian at 9 o'clock at night I remember I'm a grown big 250 some pound black man And I remember a time I would not walk through that neighborhood At 5pm Nope Not at all and it's nine o'clock at night, and she's walking a Pomeranian like life a is good. A Pomeranian. Is that uh that Burger King still over there? By uh, yeah, that Burger King's popping. That Burger King's popping. It stay busy over there. Is it uh did they, did they clean it up? Is flies still? 
No. It's still hood. It's still hood. Okay. Uh, the Church of Chicken is gone on Fayetteville Street. They got rid of the church. Shut up. I know, right? Is I don't the hotel blame library them. Library still over there. The hotel bookstore. Uh I think the hotel bookstore is good. Gone. I, I miss that place. I like. What was the name of it? It was. Uh, I don't know. It was. Uh, I didn't really care. It was I. Yeah, a bunch of Arthur or, or they had a bunch of books that I've never heard of, but. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just overpriced stuff. But yeah. Oh wow. So churches is gone. Churches is gone. Wow! I remember I went to that church's chicken one time. They were cooking corn on the cob and a crock pot on the floor. Shut up! <laughs> and the guy behind the register had a jerry curl and a gold tooth. I never trust a man with a gold tooth. Don't ever trust a person with a gold tooth, especially when they suck that gold tooth when they talk. Hey, young man. If they suck that go to they're not trustworthy. I'm saying I would not take my car. I took my I once drove away with my car because a mechanic had a gold tooth. Can I get it fixed for you, that boy? Suck that gold. I'm like, no. Oh I can't God. trust a man with a gold tooth. Nah, I can't go that far. Because one of my favorite uncles got a gold tooth. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. He probably walk around to my eyeline. I am on. No, no, no. This uncle is a beast now. Okay. He, 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 uh, that's who you go to if you want to make legit money decisions. You talk to that uncle. So, but now that I think, I don't think he's, I've never known him to suck his gold tooth though. Yeah. I just, well, that's just my thing. But yeah, yeah church and chicken mind. is gone. I, you know, every now and again, I get this, this, uh, this hunger. And I get this craving for struggle food And I'll have to go to Church's Chicken And I'll go all the way on Rossboro Road To Church's Chicken Just to get some struggle food It keeps me grounded I can't I can, I could never do Church's I had Church's maybe once or twice It always upset my stomach And I couldn't figure out what it was Until you know Other people were saying It would happen something the same You know I'm a little sensitive My digestive system is You know the way your digestive system is set up Yes it can't Them biscuits is nice No they're not Them biscuits come Give on Give me a Bojangles biscuit Well yeah, yeah they're not They're not Bojangles nice But them biscuits no. Come I can on make now. a better biscuit right here Right now while we doing this show I can make a better biscuit hmm? well, But when you looking for struggle food And you ain't got nothing but three ninety nine. <laughs> You better go get you a small thing of Crisco. A get you a fofo. Find you another quarter. Get a no. fofo. <laughs> no, I will. I cook first. Mm. I will cook first. Yeah, no. but but back to your boy Eddie, man. Uh, he hears monologue. Uh, this one joke in particular, I'm gonna play it for you. Your boy. Okay. I'm just teasing. My kids are actually pretty much my whole life now. And you know what? But if you had told me 30 oh, years ago that I would be this boring, stay-at-home, you know, house dad, and Bill Cosby would be in jail. Mm. Even I would have took that bet. Mm. Who is America's dad now? Wow. Ooh. Uh. He came for. He 
did, but from what I understand, Bill Cosby went after him decades decades ago. ago. And it, you know, when he did his uh, show, his stand up show, he talked about how Bill Cosby called him on the phone and chastised him. It is what it is. I mean, like I have a, a, I'm one of the few people. It took me a long time for me to let Bill go. Yeah. Right. Even on the, even now, grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. mm, he's no, you know, he he ain't the worst. He's still a bastard for what he did, but um. It didn't necessarily bother me initially that he would call and, you know, give people advice to X, Y, and Z. Because honestly, the stuff that he would say was the same thing my grandparents would teach us. You know, act a certain way, do certain things, give back, yada, yada, yada. But uh, he didn't have to respond. Bill, you sitting up in jail. Mm. You for real sitting in jail. And you gonna try to chastise this man who is coming back after all of these years so you're talking about and did an excellent performance Eddie I think he did a great job so it was hilarious did you see the response from Bill Cosby's uh yeah your boy <laughs> so mm-hmm. Bill Cosby's uh publicist Andrew White mm-hmm. referred to Murphy as Hollywood slave in a statement shared on Cosby's mm-hmm. Facebook on Sunday. He says, Mr. Cosby broke color barriers in the entertainment industry so that blacks like Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, and everyone else could have the opportunity to showcase their talents for many generations to come. It is sad that Mr. Murphy would take this glorious moment of returning to SNL and make disparaging remarks against Mr. Cosby. One would think that mm-hmm. Mr. Murphy was given his freedom to leave the plantation <laughs> so that yep. he could so make, he his, could own make decisions, his own decisions. But he decided to sell himself back to being a Hollywood slave. So my question is this. What kind of slave was Cosby being when he was out there slinging his Peter um, and drugging up women? being a, a, a what did they call him a book is that the kind of slave he in jail for being now <laughs> he was slinging himself around they had whole plantations dedicated to multiplying slaves hey if we gonna make all these plantation and all these derogatory slave center jokes like your boy boys did calling somebody a mammy mm-hmm. oh yeah we're gonna um, get to that yeah <laughs> no, like he, they need to stop with that. She they was on SNL too, that. though, and I was wondering. I said, uh, she did a beautiful job. I said, when we gonna see her butt? I said, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. That flesh tone. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was. It was. It was tastefully done. I like what she. I like what she did with that. I said, I like. I like that. I like what she did with it. I like. She gave it to us, but didn't give it to us. There you go. You gonna read Boyce Watkins? Boyce Watkins, and you know what? He could. He's he's intelligent. He's intelligent on most things. Oh god! But he kind of sort of went. He went little. 
little hard on, You know I, I don't know if I've ever heard him Go that hard on anybody Not even Cardi B He didn't even go that hard On Cardi B Mm-mm. He's on this uh, On this little morality kick right now I'm curious if his tone You know Could slightly Have something to do with him being uh, getting Recently getting engaged And his fiance is gorgeous by the way Um but yeah, I found a found a tweet a couple days ago, and this I don't know if this is the one you're referring to, but it says Watch, watching Lizzo dressed in all Gucci on SNL singing about the joys of being fat and raunchy mm. makes me think of slaves performing for Massa. Wow, and his friends on the plantation. See, we got another somebody else trying to bring somebody down with some with some um plantation reference quote. We are here to serve you in every way imaginable. Just bring, keep bringing them biscuits. So my thing is this: he need to keep the same energy for everybody else in the entertainment yeah. segment. Everybody else, every movie featuring a black person is supposedly this. But why are you coming after Lizzo so hard? Because she a dark skinned black woman that happens to be overweight. That reminds him of the overweight, the weight that he just dropped. Mm. He just dropped and he acknowledged it in an earlier tweet too. Let me find it. Ooh. He made another one too. I'm gonna try to find out. Something one. about did Eddie Murphy have to make an SNL joke about Yeah, he did a whole he did a whole video. Right. He's been Cosby's biggest um he's been Cosby's biggest defender in this whole thing. So Dr. Boyce Watkins tweeted Lizzo is popular Because there is an obesity Epidemic in America Rather than Encouraging people to do better We are simply Lying to them and telling them That they are fine Just the way they are Unfortunately many of these people are dying From diabetes and heart disease Okay So Seven hours ago, he said, I'm not making fun of Lizzo for being obese. I used to be obese myself. If that's the case, boo boo, why weren't you touting all of this stuff from the time you lost that weight to now? He would have more credibility with me had he been doing that. But now you choosing to focus on this with Lizzo, not because I really don't think he's being genuine with his reasoning behind it. I think. It's just like everybody else. This is his way of bullying her. Because if heart disease and weight loss was all of that in the black community, we know he likes super duper hotel. Very intelligent hotel. I like boys with a lot of things, especially the financial stuff. But yeah. if this was genuinely something that he was, you know, advocating for, right. He would have been doing it all along. Yeah, and I don't know why he chose this hill to die on. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's came, you know, he really came after her. I thought harder than anybody else, and I'm like, I don't, I don't get why he. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's him. He I basically really... said she's only popular because she's fat, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and well, mammy. Yeah, and you know we had this discussion. I was like, you just don't call black women mammies. You do not call that that you reserve that for somebody who is truly deserving of being called a mammy. You reserve certain 
insults for the worst of the worst and Lizzo is nowhere near the worst of the worst to be called a mammy the only thing Lizzo did was be a carefree overweight black girl dark skinned black girl that's all she did and she's ta- she's popular because she's talented. And like I told you, mm-hmm. when I put when I decided to sit down and listen to her, I did not fast forward past one song. She gave me no. something that I haven't had in a long time. That's an album worth of good music that I didn't have to mm-hmm. no filler. Everything was good. I like her lyrics. I think she her lyrics. She's got lyrics. That's first thing off. First off, mm-hmm. that makes her better than everybody else. She's got lyrics. She don't mumble. No, Lizzo has lyrics. Yep. Good production, music, and just energy. And you know, I'm not caking for her. I, she's talented. I cannot deny that. And her show is entertaining. Is she a big girl? She's a big girl. But if she's happy in the skin she's in. Mm-hmm. Then let it be what it is, you know. Nobody yeah. was coming at at boys before he decided to lose weight. Yeah. Nobody, cause he's a man. And yeah, I, I was. Mm. Oof. Mm-hmm. But um. Because yeah, he's a man, but yeah, it's it's uh he he on some other stuff like this. Look at what this bastard he he put a he got a um I'll tell you guys what it's, what's up here. He took a picture of um what? Mama and put it in a meme, put it in a picture with Lizzo beside him. And he called her. Disgusting. He called her. Uh, uh, Tiffany Faddish. Hashtag. He called her Tiffany Faddish. And uh, he come after Tiffany like that. And then he, yeah, he been came after. He got a whole thirty minute video about Tiffany Haddish, and then he mm-hmm. called her the fat version of Cardi B. I was like, wow. And see again, fat shaming. Wow. Yeah, now that's fat that's fat shaming. If it had, if he, if his argument was, yeah, she does silly stuff like Tiffany Haddish was doing, um, or she's a bad image, then fine. Make it about that. Don't make it about her being overweight. He yeah. cannot talk about that. Yeah. That's not something you can speak on. Called her Tiffany Faddish. Uh-huh. Fat Cardi B. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this wow, this dude's man. I ain't I he was in rare form when I, I was looking at his uh YouTube feed and I'm like, this guy. And and black men wonder why uh black women <laughs> He, Look at them twice about whether or not we feel protected around them. He's he's about to get canceled. I'm like, boy, you nah. You don't think so? Uh, it's too many. It's too many black males that like him. Well, he has a niche market anyway. So he he, the fans that listen to um to him on YouTube are straight up fans and share his belief. So he thinks he he, he and here's another thing. Like I'm a PhD, and you know around here we do surveys. Well, you do. What good is your surveys when the people who tune into you tune into you because y'all are on the same frequency? If I give a survey about how do you feel about this, it's no wonder if they subscribe to your channel, they subscribe to you. So when you get this survey, that survey don't mean nothing. Tommy, he's like, well, everybody in the survey says yes, she is overweight, but you took a survey of your own subscribers. Of your own subscriber, yep. That's like me, um. Going like if I was a pastor of a church, and I'm like, I took a survey. Who's the best church? 
in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Our church. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's another thing I, I don't get about him with this. He loves to tout that survey thing. Like, people agree with me. Yeah. Four <laughs> days ago, anybody out here defending mammyism is out of their fucking mind. I guess we out of them, out of our mind. This lady is an embarrassment to the entire <laughs> black community. Not a good hill to die on, boys. Not a good hill. I mean, I could think of so many other artists. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, to a certain extent, if you went in, went hard for Cardi B, we could probably ride with you a little bit. But mm-hmm. Lizzo, mm-hmm. to make her the poster child of Mammy's, no, 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 no. Yeah, he needs he needs to chill with that. He so, really needs to chill with that. So in back in the vein, we were talking about Cosby, and uh, while mm-hmm. we were on our little hiatus, uh, the candy shop hit maker, uh, Fifty Cent. Oh gosh, what did he say? He uh, he shared an old photo of Winfrey and disgraced music mogul Simmons smiling together, paired with the caption alleging that um, Winfrey has omitted white men that are also accused of sexual assault, such as Harvey Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein, while going after black men mm-hmm. in her advocacy for, uh, you know, in her advocacy for the uh, Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. So the, he also cites that Oprah Winfrey has a forthcoming Sundance documentary, which will feature one of Simmons, uh, Russell Simmons's uh, rape accusers. And he says, I don't understand why Oprah is going after black men. He wrote no Harvey Weinstein, no Epstein, just Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons. And this is sad. He did shaking my head. So uh, he's not the first star. To come after mm-hmm. Oprah in this way, so you know, back in 2018, after her her Golden Globe ceremony, where she gave that famous speech about female empowerment and the Time Up movement, and it led mm-hmm. to you know where they led to many of people calling for a presidential run from her in 2020, and then right mm-hmm. after she gives this speech, your boy Seal, the British-born Nigerian descent singer. Clap back on her mm-hmm. And he posted that famous picture of uh, Oprah and Harvey Weinstein That I was telling you about And he captioned it saying oh I forgot That's right You've heard the rumors But you had no idea That he was actually serial, seri- Serially Assaulting young starry eyed Actresses mm-hmm. Who in turn had no idea What they were getting into My bad the singer said In the post which he accompanied with an, um, a meme of Winfrey and Harvey Weinstein together. And he wrote on top of that, when you've been a part of the problem for decades, but suddenly they all think that you are the solution, mm-hmm. the meme says. And he has a, a photo, it's over a photo where she was kissing Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. So, but then your boy in the in the same vein not too long after that mm-hmm. he walked it back big time yeah because it's big awkward. time because yeah, i'm pretty sure his publicist called him said if you ever hope to make mm-hmm. another to anything ever 
song again. Mm-hmm. You need to kowtow, step and fetch it, and kiss the ring because you just called out you Oprah Winfrey. Oh, Winfrey. And not only did he walk it back, he made a video, and I'm going to play, he made a video walking oh. it back. Let me start by saying that I have an enormous amount of respect for everything that Oprah has achieved and contributed in her life. Oh, do you? What I reposted was not an attack on Oprah at all. Oh, it was it? She oh, just happened to okay. be the person photographed with the pig in the picture. No, mm-hmm. what I reposted was commentary on the hypocritical and double standard nature and behavior of Hollywood. So Fox News, back off, but I'll get to you later. Next, to those of us who support the Me Too movement, Mm -hmm. just know this, not one of the women who have been sexually abused, not one of the women who have come forward has received any real justice whatsoever. Losing your job because you either a raped b sexually abused or even sexually harassed a woman is not real punishment you steal from the post office you go to jail and hashtag real talk for a second we all know what would happen to any one of those power abusers if they looked like me next somebody posted a comment (laughs) on this post saying calling me an uncle tom uncle tom saying quote they were disappointed to see a brother tearing a sister down oh end of quote so let me get this straight in order to promote social awareness dialogue on this particular subject Mm -hmm. i repost not create but repost a meme that appeared on my social feed and now all of a sudden it's a brother tearing down a sister issue let me make something abundantly clear to you mm. okay i'm english born Ooh. but don't get that baby kiss from a rose stuff twisted mm, don't get it twisted See these scars on my face my parents are from africa more specifically nigeria and i am about as black as you will ever get next Uh oh fox news fox news. don't try and use me as a pawn against oprah mm-hmm. and in any of your political games and stacy dash keep my name out of your <laughs> mouth do not Stacey retweet oh requote anything i have said world. in order to reinforce your self-hating agenda you, you live. live in the sunken place again <laughs> this was not an attack against mm-hmm. oprah this was an observation of the toxic nature of hollywood and i believe that a conscious people are a progressive people I, he 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 lied talking about he 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 was talking about hollywood dude them context clues them context clues in that tweet come on now come on oh i forgot that's right you heard the rumors but you had no idea he was actually serially raping people you heard who were you talking about then hollywood you you referring to hollywood as a heat i mean as you heard i mean i'm curious how how far back did he know or how far back did he hear that's so, a good question. Why didn't he report it if he thought it was that deep? 
And he did do Pound Sanctimonious Hollywood And that's another context Sanctimonious How is Harvey Weinstein's Sanctimonious No you talking about Oprah baby And you walked it back Now again Just to clarify You know I'm I'm a I'm an old school old fan mm-hmm. um, You know of course Love to her beloved And mm-hmm. women of Bruce's place and all of that Right You know um, I definitely respect her um, philanthropy. Right. I haven't watched a show in I know almost fifteen years. Is the Oprah show even still on? Like I don't even know. I no, she does these master classes too, which are really good. Mm-hmm. I watch those math master classes. Like I don't mind watching them. It's just that once you watch one of your YouTube feed, like they just keep popping up. So yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's it's Oprah. She can make or break you. Look at what she did for Tyler Perry. Yeah. And he walked it back. Yeah. Now, you still needed to walk it back. Art, walk it back, brother. He did. I mean, Big he made a video of himself walking it back. And I'm like, man, come on. He needed proof. <laughs> he needed proof of how quick he was walking it back. You know, what? You know it's, it's, it's funny to me that when a black woman, a powerful black woman, holds black men accountable for sexual assaults because it me too movement centuries going back mm-hmm. black men are always protected by the women in their family everybody know mr chester child molester was somebody uncle yep somebody daddy somebody brother and, and the girl was always accused of being fast or she asked for it or look at how she shaped like how the hell is she supposed to control that yeah why can't he control his hands you know it, and then you got women who put children in an unprotected situation letting a boyfriend babysit who the hell no yeah no, you, no, no 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 so black women and girls in my opinion have been unprotected for centuries and I don't have a problem with Oprah calling him out about it and if she chooses to focus on her community then so be it I ain't got no problem with it. Somebody need to call him out. So she's making this documentary on Uncle Russell. And your okay. boy Uncle Russell said, you know what? If y'all gonna come for me, y'all gonna really have to come for me. Cause you know what he did? Mr. Russell back in June went to Indonesia. I was gonna say, I think he what you were telling me. Yeah. <clears throat> Talking about he see he's seeking spiritual enlightenment and spending a long sabbatical in Indonesia. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. A country that doing. does not have an extradition treaty <laughs> with fine. U.S. He molesting no little girl, no little girls over there, no black little girls over there, or whatever it is he running from. And that sounds like the kind of country where they probably cane you if they find you doing something you ain't supposed to be doing. So, did you read his response? Who's he responded to Oprah? So he <laughs> says he wrote a letter. He says, "Dearest," he says, "Dearest Oprah." You have been a shining light to my family and my community, contributing so much to my life that I couldn't list a fraction of it in this blog post. I've given you the gift of meditation and the groundbreaking book, The Power of Now. We've bonded, to say the least. This is why it's so troubling that you choose me to uh, to signal out in your recent documentary. I have already admitted to being a playboy 
or more appropriately titled today a womanizer sleeping sleeping with and putting myself in more compromising situations than any man i know not 18 to 14,000 like warren Beatty or wilt chamberlain but still an embarrassing number so many that some could interpret or reimagine a different recollection of some of the same experiences whatever he meant by that please note that your producer said that this upcoming documentary would focus only on three hand chosen women i have refused to get in the mud with any of the accusers but let's acknowledge what i have shared i have taken and passed nine three hour lie detector tests really nine three hour lie detector mm-hmm. tests he's taking them for my daughters that these stories have been passed on by cnn nbc buzzfeed the new york post new york magazine and others now that you have reviewed the facts you should you should have learned what i know that these stories are unusable and that they hurt people and hurt people hurt people Today I received a call from an old girlfriend From the early 80s Which means that they are using my words uh, Using my words Evidence against me Their comments Don't get that All of the claims are 25 to 40 years old It is impossible to prove What happened 40 years ago But in my case proof Exists of what didn't happen Mostly signed letters from their own parents, siblings, roommates, band members, interns. And in the case of your two, two of your three accusers, their own words in their books. Shocking how many people misuse this important, powerful revolution for relevance and money. In closing, I'm guilty of exploiting, supporting and making the soundtrack for a grossly unequal society. But I have never been violent or forced myself on anyone. Still, I'm here to help support a necessary shift in power and consciousness. Let us get to work on uplifting humanity and put this moment and old narrative behind us. Uncle Russell said he has receipts. And that's good. He can sue. So. I don't have no problem with that. Sue. Sue, Sue Oprah? Yeah. Defamation of care. That's the same thing um, Michael Jackson's um, estate did, and they won. Oh, no, 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 no. Yes, with uh, Netflix, I believe. There was a documentary that they did uh, something about Neverland after he died. Mm-hmm. And it was either Netflix or HBO. I forget which one. And they won. Don't talk about it be about Yeah it. Sue. So if Oprah, <clears throat> I wouldn't have a problem If Oprah Winfrey Made a documentary And then at the end She let Let Russell Defend himself That's fine And that would be fine And um And I think The problem Is not Russell I guess everybody's Asking the question Well why Won't she come Make a documentary On Epstein Or Weinstein because she doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. No. You don't feel she, she needs to explain herself to anybody. No. 
No, and this is why I say this. And it's not that she, I don't think she should have to explain herself to anybody. This is my saying. The black community as a whole, mm-hmm. they want, we, you know, no issues with praise, no issues with, you know, even low key, even though we complain about, you know, people stealing our stuff. Mm-hmm. Imitation, biggest form of flattery. Fine. Okay. One of the main reasons people got pissed off at Cosby when he would make them phone calls or make, you know, whatever he had to, whatever he had to say, the statements he had to say mm-hmm. about correcting is because it's an accountability issue. I still see this as black men are being held accountable for the potential things that they have done to black women. Mm. That's what I see. So if she makes her focus black men, I ain't got no problem with that. Not at all. If you, if a black man molested, forced himself, drugged, uh, so be it come after him come after him why is it that black women are expected to go after everybody and to be the moral compass for everybody look at that election a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. it was black women that saved an entire state from a man who was accused of molesting and going after young girls Mm -hmm. for years in this community people knew it the story was out there. The woman was given her story and people still were not listening. They were still willing to vote this man in, but black women came out at over a 95% percentage rate to vote against this plan. Why are black women always the ones that's got to correct everybody? But then when black women focus on correcting black men, it's a problem. She a man me. Mm. <laughs> she turning on her own no boo boo you want us to protect you you want us to be your mother but you don't want the discipline right but yeah so it is what it is I, if Russell does have receipts then baby show your receipts it is what it is if whoever else she goes after has receipts then show them yeah and I'm, I'm really not like a, a huge Oprah fan. I, I don't care for her shows, especially the stuff she has on her own network right now. It's not too much. I, 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 I couldn't even tell you what her lineup is. But when it comes to things like this, every time I hear a black man getting upset, oh, why is she coming for me? No, it's this. I hear a little boy whining, Mama, why you hit me? Why you doing this? Why, why, why? No. If you did it, own up to it and take accountability. Hmm. That's it. Yeah. So Put your big boy draws on. I would like for her to let Russell come up there, you know, have the whole documentary and at the end, when they roll in the credits, you know, Russell comes up there and makes his case. But then you say fifty was talking trash about her and she invited him to the show. And when she got out on the show, he was sitting up there, none of the fire, none of the mess he was talking. Well, this was about rap music in general, hip hop in okay. general. But uh he needs to be held account- They've been calling us bitches and hoes and everything else in this yeah. music forever. Yeah. Rap music, yeah. Rap music it's is shit as hell. Yeah. But then when when she called him out about it, he was talking all that smack online. Yeah, and got on the show and froze up like he never seen the camera before. Exactly. You gonna Why tell Oprah well 
since you wouldn't acknowledge me, I thought I would just be your enemy. Acknowledge you a grown ass man. Right. <laughs> why you need why you need her acknowledgement? She don't have no kind of record label to put you on, boo-boo. Why you looking to her for acknowledgement? You are grown. You are no, you're a professional in your own right. Russell if said her acknowledgement won't so if, if her acknowledgement or her stamp of approval wasn't that important, why you go through all of that then? Yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. And I, I, you know, I think, you know, people feel that when she makes these documentaries or Gail makes these documentaries, they are they're playing the role of judge, jury, and executioner. They don't have a jail to put anybody in. Yeah. Why, where where they get that from? So, well, judge, jury, and executioner. So they they make these documentaries. They judge them. Okay. They're the jury that finds them guilty, and then you know they get executed in the court of public opinion. Now, in Art Kelly's situation i think universally everybody can say that nigga did it <laughs> we yeah we didn't even need a documentary for this he did Again, that Aaliyah was he, an unprotected black girl he did that not even she, she was not even protected by her own family he exactly. did that exactly he did it we all knew it his music we told us he did it exactly. the pod piper Exactly. Exactly. But Oprah, I mean, what if Oprah had to come out and said something then? Would have been people in the industry, oh, you need to, would Timberland have possibly come out and been like, where was Timberland? Were yeah. they all in the same little situation? They were all in the same loop. Yeah. So damn. <clears throat> come on. Yeah. Unprotected black girl in the public eye. In the public eye. Nobody said anything. I remember seeing that uh that little that little P video at Central. Somebody showed it to me bootleg. I couldn't get through two, three minutes. What well, I mean them girls. I uh I remember ha ha kiki joke. Once say I saw an interview and it was uh Jay Z and they asked him about because around about that time they would do the release best best of both worlds with him and Art Kelly together. And they were doing the tour <clears throat> and when all of this went down. Jay-Z didn't chastise him for what he did Jay-Z in other, Basically said You know how much money you messed up Exactly <laughs> He was, was like You know how many albums we could have sold If we didn't have this garbage to deal with Basically that's why they were saying money. Man you did this right here And, you, and, and get this Jay-Z reportedly dated Aaliyah And he still was more about he still was more And we know Dame Dash Had a relationship with her mm-hmm. So he was basically like Man you done messed this money up Yeah And what you did You just messed money up That's, that's where he up. went with that And that's what it is with black men These black men that are going after her It's all about the money That's all it's about Yeah It's about the money They just need to own up to it just go ahead and admit look i'm about my green i don't care what happens to black women in the process we don't need to protect them they independent and can do it on their own so let them be independent and do it on their own i will i respect the man that will come straight out and state his truth and live that truth more than i do the ones that that uh that will try to use a woman quote unquote build with a woman Mm -hmm. and then leave her ass for a white girl Wow. 
I you feel ain't gonna say it. Throw your balls on the table. Hey, I'm in agreement. And uh, with Oprah, like I said, I don't have a problem with Art Kelly. Now that leaving Neverland thing, uh, the man's dead, and I was just like, Shh. we yeah, just re- really think- yeah, we rehashed some stuff that it is not gonna resolve. It's never gonna go nowhere. It's just. You know He's dead He's dead If he was and still alive Yeah they and went to been to court Been to court He found not guilty Yeah um, I think she was wrong for that one I think she was absolutely Yeah leaving Neverland We could have let that go mm-hmm. Russell's case I don't know Was he Did he do it or not It's 50-50 Yeah it's 50-50 And um, I think It's been resolved um, Harvey Weinstein, I guarantee you, Harvey gonna get off. Yeah, I guarantee you, he is not going to jail. Man. No, he's not. He's a powerful white man. And he man, had he I'm purchased sure. the insurance policy for this. <laughs> you were telling me about that. He did. He he got an insurance. I didn't even know you could get an insurance policy for things like this. Hey, hey, that's that's above my pay grade. <laughs> He's got an insurance policy. I don't doubt it. So yeah, that's what it is. Uh, and if he gets away with this, man, uh, he done paid off I mean, half the women. Yeah, he done paid off half the women. But again, some I, I, I make I say every so often to my close friends. Zimmerman still walking around no matter how many empty threats we keep hearing from people oh he somebody need to shoot him somebody need to take him out everybody know he guilty as hell but he hell walking yeah. around at Epstein and now I saw an article saying he the other Zimmerman I saw uh, an article saying that video from his first suicide attempt is conveniently missing Ooh. so I'm <laughs> <laughs> well when you got money Yeah You can make it all go away Yeah And this man was caught I listened to the podcast That you know that specialized On the life and the rise and fall Of Epstein And to hear some of the crap he pulled And got away with it yeah. This was a long time coming This man had an island a freak island where he got freaky mm-hmm. had underage and when I say underage he had young ones yes not not like uh jailbait ones he had that was a pedophilia pedophilia level yes freak I was like Jesus Epstein and then dad it should have been took him out and um one of the girls he paid um, paid for her schooling and stuff like that and then recruited her because she was going to a prestigious art school mm-hmm. to try to convince a ballerina, one of the ballerinas. And um, his, his assistant, who was a woman, who I remember watching, she gave this TED Talk about this foundation that she was doing. Very intelligent woman. When I heard her TED Talk and somebody told me that was Epstein's and I went back and checked That lady that gave this Wonderful TED talk mm-hmm. Very intelligent woman mm-hmm. Yes Helped him And then picked mm-hmm. the girl 
that she was gonna and get this is one crazy thing. They her and Epstein was gonna have a child, mm-hmm. and they was gonna use her as a surrogate. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, it, it is evident that he is capable of having sex, and you're not an old woman. Why aren't no. y'all? Why aren't y'all doing each other? No, that would be too much like normal. But they were gonna get a egg and sperm and yes. pregnant and put it in this girl. Yes, I'm like, hey, that's, that's a, a sick bastard. Trust, I, I, yes, the man is a sick bastard. And this lady gave he this is. speech. About mm-hmm. saving the world, making the mm-hmm. world a better place on a mm-hmm. TED talk. Yes. And at the same he time, to get there. at the same time, while enabling a pedophile. Yes. I was speechless. I was like, "Jeez, nice. where do you? Where do they find it? Where? Where do people like that find one another? Like, uh, what's his name? The 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 is he the prince that stayed at Epstein's house? Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a um. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, how do they know each other? How do they, how do they hook up? Mm, mm, mm. Hold on, let me find that. Yeah, Pedophile man. Pedophile network. Pedophile network. Hmm. I'm looking it up now. Prince Andrew. Yo, yes. Yep. Yeah, he steps away from his duties. Cause he's got a picture with an underage girl mm-hmm. with Epstein, and then they find out yep. he stayed at Epstein's house. Yep. The and prince. They, but they can't go after the prince. Yeah. He's a sovereign. What you gonna do to a sovereign? Can't do nothing to him. Mm, mm, mm. How did they? Yeah. How did they know each other? You know what I'm saying? How do you find out? Like, say I'm a billionaire and you're a prince. This mm-hmm. how does this come up in conversation? Because you know you can't just put that out there. Like you know, I'm into this. Oh, there's connections to to Fergie. In 2011, the Telegraph reported that Epstein paid Sarah Ferguson's former personal assistant Johnny O. Sullivan. 15,000 pounds at the request of the Duke of York. That payment then reportedly, quote, allowed a wider restructuring, I cannot read today, of Sarah's 5 million pound debt to take place. The Duchess of York has since apologized for her association with Epstein. She told the publication at the time, and these are her words, I personally, on behalf of myself, deeply regret that Jeffrey Epstein became involved in any way with me. I abhor pedophilia and any sexual abuse of children and know that this is a gigantic error of judgment on my behalf. That is my dog. (laughs) I am just so contrite, I cannot say. Oh, wow. However... I can however I can I will repay the money and will have nothing ever to do with Jeffrey Epstein again mm-hmm. I cannot state more strongly that I know a terrible terrible error or judgment was made my having anything to do with Jeffrey Epstein or Epstein what he did was wrong and for which he was rightly jailed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no wonder he turned up dead honey this man got ties to Trump Trump know he stayed on that island. You got a sovereign, a sovereign Trump ties, 
And they let you off lightly when you got caught with the video and the pictures of the girls. And mm-hmm. man, yeah. Let's see. Uh, you know, oh God. there's a different justice system. This, it is, and I hate to sound dismissive. And I, I know it sounds horrible. I know, but honestly, in the wide scheme of things, in my world. I see so many other injustices being done mm-hmm. and non-protection of black women and girls. Mm-hmm. This is this is absolutely shitty. Everybody, every woman, everybody he is black male, everybody he is taking care, taking advantage of. Yes, they deserve justice. Right. That ain't my focus. Your focus is and, us. And that's not oh, you're saying that's not Oprah's focus. Her focus is uh, even though that their it money their, even though the money and privileges of mm-hmm. Epstein and Weinstein allowed them to do it on a level unheard of on yes. another level yes and then you know and I think that's why a lot of people have a problem with Oprah they were like okay there's rapist and then a dirty old man and they were like there's a chance that Uncle Russell is just a dirty old man who took advantage and no, then there's oh, no just in front of that it's no just but i'm just saying the mindset of the people who are mad at oprah Mm -hmm. is like Mm -hmm. you know there's a 50 50 chance he might not even done this but they were like with weinstein and epstein they're like they done that he absolutely did they done that i don't i don't think it's that i think it's this idea this subconscious idea that a black woman should not be going after a black man because a black woman's whole purpose no matter what a black man does no matter if a black man chooses to date or marry outside of his race whether or not if a black man chooses to um fully protect and provide for a black woman and build a black community that it's always a black woman's responsibility to protect the black man from the outside from the other Mm -hmm. And because she's chosen not to do that, that's what I think is at the core of why so many people are going after her. Well, like I said, I don't have a problem with R. Kelly. Of course, universally, everybody's like, he did that. And yeah, even with, with Bill Cosby, I, mm-hmm. Bill Cosby, I, I love Cosby. He was my TV dad. And I mm-hmm. take it to heart. But when looking at how he settled these other cases and evidence from these other cases he settled, he mm-hmm. did that. Now he gave people drugs And he used his stardom To get poo poo right mm-hmm. Bill did mm-hmm. that Now whether he straight up raped Or ruthied somebody I don't know I don't know that But I do know that uh, um, that Bill Cosby Did take advantage Right he, he did. did take advantage That I can he agree did. on mm-hmm. Now uh, when, when the case you know as far as Russell Where the case is not that clear Mm-hmm. And that he can halfway present some evidence. I don't know. Yeah, then he should. Um, but you in these documentaries, you're probably going to need to kind of sort of give uh, some type of fair and balance. Uh, yeah. I think so. I agree. Yeah. So. I agree. I can. I, I can consent to that. Yeah. He needs to be able to put his side of the story out there. Um, mm-hmm. But again, if she chooses not to, it's her production company. It's her whole thing. She don't have to. She don't and have honestly, to. Honestly, if people are that mad, divest. 
and they are i think so i think like she's no she's seeing like a lot of backlash from just going after um you know black men and if it affects them that if it affects her brand her company that much then she will make the adjustments needed otherwise hey i i honestly i'm i'm putting it out there that i sincerely hope that this is her attempt to do something that's rarely done for black women and girls a very focused protection of black women and girls and nice. calling people out for not doing it now you know if that's not the case if it ends up being something else i'll apologize i'll swallow those words but i'm sincerely hoping that that's what this is yeah i hope she doesn't stop i mean hope she shines light mm-hmm. and um hey dude i would love to see man i would love to see an oprah and gail just come together and do one on weinstein and i mean really dig deep and she's got the star power to to pull all them people all those victims together and we just see a big blowout and just you know i would love to but see I that be, i honestly another thing too she probably got so many contracts and things tied up in them contracts right but she can't yeah i do she can't, probably can't even speak about the contract about one thing i do think you know because the two of them did have business ties and i think they are intertwined intertwined and uh on i've never seen her do this on big time television or big time radio but i have mm-hmm. seen her on like smaller lesser known podcasts actually kind of sort of mentioning by name and that's another thing that bothered me mm-hmm. when asked directly she mm-hmm. kind of deflected sometimes and just like she didn't want to talk about it but like you said it could be because you know their businesses are so entwined and um that she just really doesn't just want to go there so that could be it yeah and i had muted myself because as you can can you hear my dog no Oh, okay. okay. No, I can't he's hear you. He's though. having his little hissy fit. Oh, he he's wants outside. he wants mommy's attention. Yeah, he probably does, but no. <laughs> it is unseasonably warm over here. Really? Yeah. Like I could walk outside okay. with just a shirt on. It's not even cold. It's gonna be a warm Christmas. Hey. It's snowing now where I am in Phoenix. It's you know it's like sixty degrees, but it's raining. But up north, mm-hmm. it's big, pretty snow. Yeah, I, I don't want snow. I, I'm not. I'm I'm a tropicals peoples, and I, I'm good with a warm Christmas. I love. I I like. I used to like just the side of snow, mm-hmm. living back east. But you know, down east, we really didn't get snow. Snow. It will hang out for like two, three yeah. hours, and then the sun will come out. But no, since moving up north, mm-hmm. you just get snow once or twice a week. And I was looking at the weather; it's supposed to snow mm-hmm. all week, straight through the weekend. So when I go back, it's going to be lots of snow. You remember when Durham we used to get like that big snow every ten to twelve years? It would be. <laughs> you remember the year? Then we got all this snow and the bowl was covered. We yeah. were at, we were at, yes, yes. I loved I it. I loved it. Sliding down the hill mm-hmm. on the calf trays. <laughs> uh, yeah, those were, oh man. And, and before you came, there was one even bigger than that. Really? Yeah. 
is horrible. Now let me know if you hear my dog. He's barking now. Yeah, it's it's, it's you fine. A little bit. All right, hold on a second. Let me see. I'm gonna mute you right quick. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's a very temperamental <laughs> little dog. He has almost as much attitude as I do. What is it? What is he? Uh, he's a schnoodle. A schnoodle. A poodle and a schnauzer mix. What is? I don't, I don't forgot what a schnauzer is. Oh, aggravating. I was like, when you said a schnoodle, I was like, a Snoopy and a poodle. <laughs> I, like, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, he's a schnoodle. He's a he's okay. Um. I was having some emotional Oh okay Things at that He looks like a little teddy bear Now Na see. Naomi Your boy President Trump We gotta go oh there gosh. Yeah let's go Cute there. dog though mm. uh, yeah. yeah Naomi your boy got impeached In, in the house Yes he did They impeached him and like Yes You gotta go Yes he ain't going nowhere though But I'm glad yeah. they I'm glad they impeached him Trump is accused of pressuring the Ukraine to dig up damaging information on one of his Democratic challengers for the presidency in 2020, Joe Biden and his son Hunter, which they did some stuff. Uh, the mm. president is accused of using two things as bargaining chips to the Ukraine, yep. withholding 400 million of military mm. aid to Ukraine that had already been allocated by Congress, sad, mm -hmm. and the White House. And uh, the Democrats say this amounts to abuse of presidential power using the mm -hmm. office for personal and political gain to the detriment of national security, which I can go with that. Mm -hmm. It goes to the Senate for trial. And if they get less than a two thirds of the Senate, Trump will remain in office. Yeah. If they get two thirds or 67 percent. Then Trump is removed from office And we all know They're not, not gonna get 67 Right mm -mm, So If he gets an acquittal in the Senate That's as good As being acquitted In court yes. But he's still impeached But he's still impeached Like Bill he's Clinton Bill Clinton yes. was impeached mm -hmm. But he stayed in office Yes And like I said I, I'm gonna tell you How I feel about it You know mm -hmm. And you know I want to see him as gone as much as the next man And mm -hmm. this Presidency in, in my opinion Has been a total and utter Disaster mm -hmm. But I don't want to see him removed From office mm -hmm. I want to vote him out Okay I believe unlike other people I believe him to be the duly elected President of the United States of America And I know I know people are rushing Collusion and I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna scapegoat the Russians on this. Because at the end of the day, a little over sixty two million people walked their little asses into that voting booth <laughs> and thought it was a good idea to put this man in office. <laughs> and that boo boo is on us. And not us as in me and you, uh, Naomi, <laughs> because we didn't vote for him. No. But us as in we the people. This is why I consider him, for better or worse, the duly elected president of the United States of America. And like I told you, he may be an ass, but he's the people's ass. 
and and I believe that we set a dangerous precedent by impeaching a sitting president or trying to remove a sitting president for office. Mm-hmm. And if we do this, what stops the Republicans from impeaching a Democrat that we like? Mm-hmm. And believe me, they are just that petty and just that vengeful to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially a president we knew was immoral and not fit to rule when we voted him in. And then we're going to turn around and impeach him for being immoral and not fit mm-hmm. to rule. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we, we, we did, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think the democratic thing to do in my mind is accept the fact that Trump won mm-hmm. and we vote him out. And my lady mm-hmm. Hillary, she did not win. Mm -hmm. And I really think it's time that we let this go. And like I was telling you before, democracy only works with the loser's consent. Mm -hmm. And I I was reading this book, this study, actually. It's called Loser's Consent, Elections and the Democratic Legitimacy. And this Mm -hmm. study examines how losing works in democracies around the world. Okay. And... The bargain at issue calls for winners who are willing to ensure that the losers are not too unhappy and for losers in exchange for this to extend their consent for the winners to the right to rule. This bargain is also one of the core components of democracy. Okay. And so now we have a trend where it's my way or the highway. The losers mm-hmm. don't want to accept the winner's rule and this trend I feel started with Barack Obama took office the first time and I remember before he even took office that idiot Rush Lumbaugh who was asked for 400 words on his hope for the Obama presidency Mm -hmm. Rush turned around and said I only need four I hope he fails Mm -hmm. and that became the clarion call to the Republican party and they blocked Obama every chance they got how is that good for the country and how is that patriotic if Obama fails the nation fails imagine what Obama could have done if they had not fought him every step of the way and the more and it comes back to Trump the more we fight Trump the worse he gets he's like the void in the movie The Fifth Element the more we throw at him, the bigger he gets. Mm-hmm. Between Obama and Trump, we've had 12 years of ineffective leadership and do nothing Congress because the losers will not consent anymore. Mm-hmm. And the losing, even the losing electorate, electorate will not consent. That's why we have groups like the Proud Boys, Antifa, mm-hmm. the New Nazis, New Nazi mm-hmm. Party. We have the Mueller investigation that cost us $32 million. And what did we get out of it? Nothing. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Big goose egg. That's why I say he doesn't have that much longer. If we can come together and galvanize like we did for Barack Obama, if we can galvanize for Joe Biden and turn North Carolina blue, mm-hmm. Virginia turns blue. And there's enough black folk I feel in Florida We can turn Florida blue We can get Joe in there and we can be done Finally peace mm-hmm. 
And then when the losers, the Republicans, we need to stay on them. Mm-hmm. Or not only do we need to turn the House blue, we need to turn the Senate blue so we can finally have some some effectively I mean 12 years. They blocked mm-hmm. Obama. 12 years. He couldn't really get nothing they talk about as president, but he couldn't do anything. But like because mm-hmm. Roy West said, I hope you lose. And they took that mantra. They were not going to give him anything. Mm-hmm. You would think since he was the first black president, they would have cut him some slack. But the world don't work that way. Mm-hmm. And if Trump wins again, I saw an article talking about there is rumblings. Can they impeach him again? So they're talking about if Trump wins again. I saw an article in the, I want to say the Post, the Washington Post. They are mm-hmm. debating the legality of impeaching him if he wins again. Mm-hmm. And I say that's not right. Here we go again. I mean, we are digging a hole, a pit, and whoever digs a pit, the Bible says, will fall in it. Mm-hmm. If Trump wins again, mm-hmm. I am not going to criticize him as president. I am not. I think we should all go sit down because if he wins again, baby, that's a choice. That's a choice. There's nothing we can do to him from this point on. He's immoral. He we we know what he did. Mm-hmm. He's an asshole who gets elected twice. The people have spoken, and for better or worse, he's the president of the United States, and he needs. First of all, he's not that bright. So he needs to focus. He needs all focus on running the country. And he doesn't need any distractions. That's why, as far as impeaching him, getting this man out of office, they need to leave him alone if he wins the second time around. I don't like him. But mm-hmm. if these folks, if these white folk out here, because some black folk, black folk vote for him too. So I'm sorry, white people. It's not only you. Because I know some black folk. And. I know some black folk If you look at the numbers It was more Hispanics um, Than black folks that voted for him Well irregardless It's not only That boo boo ain't only on white people 3% of black folks But still If he gets elected Mm -hmm. I think he's he's, He is You cannot Remove him from office He is the president Mm-hmm. For better or worse, and I, you know, I don't care, you know, for like you, you use a Trump apology. I'm not a Trump apology. I don't like him, and I don't, I don't, I want to see the country do something, go forward, mm-hmm. and stop being stagnant. Mm-hmm. And let's get back to democracy, mm-hmm. All right? Okay. I mean, geez, we really, we really ain't had. A president Clinton was probably the last. Well, Bush Jr. got at least, at least Bush Jr. got a little something done. Mm-hmm. But they blocked Obama, and yeah, he they passed did. the Obamacare. But I knew this was going to happen. I said then when he was doing Obamacare, I said they're going to strip it down to bare, and then they're going to end up. Uh, in the long run, they're going to end up doing away with it. The Republicans going to get control and they're going to strip it bare and they're going to do away with it. And that's mm-hmm. Trump, you know, did this. Mm-hmm. You know, 
So that just that's just my feeling. You know, I'm not gonna monopolize the whole time, but that's okay. that's my feeling about it. And so as always, I'm gonna defer to you so you can break it down so it can forever stop it. be broken. <laughs> See, I'll agree with you about that scripture, but I honestly think the the hole was dug mm-hmm. during the Clinton impe- impeachment. Right. Because um, the two charges that are against the president now, obstruction of justice mm-hmm. and what's the other one? Because um, that was, I know that was using one. his office for personal mm-hmm. and political for gain. Personal, yes. So obstruction of justice, that was one that Clint was also charged with. And this is quote from someone who's on Trump's side. This is what this person said mm-hmm. back in the 90s. Impeachment is not about punishment. Mm-hmm. Impeachment is about cleansing the office. Impeachment is about restoring honor and integrity to the office. Mm-hmm. That is what I believe yes, Lindsey Graham mm-hmm. said. So the arguments that I'm hearing now from Republicans is yes, we know he's a jerk. Yes. We know he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yes, we knew this. Da 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 da. But you can't impeach a person for that. Mm-hmm. But that was part of the reason they went after Clinton. Now, my other issue is, and it's I'm not one of those. I'm not one of those that says that. Um, you know, you got a lot of people who try to brush off the Clinton impeachment. No, he shouldn't have lied under perjury. I mean, yeah. he shouldn't have committed yeah, he perjury. Perjured he perjured himself. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, he he should he 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 told half the truth. Like he, he well, didn't tell the truth. Though. Yeah. When you the president is no half truth. Yeah. You know, and that's the standard. But as far as like the climate of what's going on now, it's been going on ever since then. You remember the Tea Party? Yeah, Tea Party too. The, you losers who don't want to accept exactly but what i'm saying is it's not like it, it goes back mm-hmm. to and in my opinion the 90s okay and i think that the republicans dug this hole right and they're pissed now because there's some rule um concern it's, it's some rule and it was i was cracking up when somebody made a point a reporter was making a point that the republicans want to make a rebuttal but the republicans changed the rule when they were in control to where the minority party could not rebut but now they're they're complaining that they don't that they can't say right. what they want to say but baby you dug that hole now you're in it right you know so yeah I get what you're saying about you know people not conceding but it's it's the, the issues are just too out there to concede some things you just don't need to concede right the man is a he, he's not a pedophile but he's definitely on the uh not respecting women list and like he I- should not <clears throat> be tolerated like it, no if I don't have a problem with them having a trial. If they had a real trial and not a kangaroo court. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. That, that pisses me off. They're going by the rules that Republicans set. Yeah. The Republicans are in the hole. That this kangaroo court thing, baby, they they created the kangaroo court yeah. rules. 
The Democrats are following their rules. The Republicans are just pissed that they're using it against them. How much longer does Trump have? Kangaroo court. He's got until the next election. Yeah. I think another year. A whole year. Yeah, yeah, he's got another year. Now again, they could have censured him. Yeah, they could have done a censure, and that still would have it would have it would have put a stain, but it was not like impeachment. But they also could have censured Clinton for what he did. Yeah. Digging the hole, they in the hole they dug with Obama. They screwed over and changed the rules around recently. This was a recent time that they they dug a hole and now they're dealing with it. So I don't I don't feel bad. I, that whole can't like oh gosh it, and I'm sorry I didn't mean to. No, you're fine. Every time I hear that in the news, I'm like, big. You wrote the rules to the camel kangaroo court. Yeah, and I and I know that's why it's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a kangaroo court, and he's gonna be found. They're not gonna get sixty seven percent. They can't. They're not. And 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 that's fine. Like as someone who has no issue at all with this impeachment i'm perfectly fine i don't have an issue with it i just said i don't want him to get out of office because i think pence is, ten, is a thousand times worse yeah we I better go pence with the devil we know Julian, exactly like i'm cool with like you said going through the process getting them out of there i ain't got a problem with that um i also though don't think that he's gonna go gracefully oh no Oh no! He's not going to go gracefully. He, if anybody, if I would have, if I were to to go into a coma for two years mm-hmm. and wake up, and Trump not have gotten elected in, and I wake up and that fool still trying to go back in into the office and be president, even though he was voted out, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, he's that level of asshole. I just, I just want. He's got to be eighty years old. He's got to be close to being he. Mm-hmm. He's got to be one of the oldest but sitting presidents. Same age as all of them folks that's out there. Car, have you watched? <laughs> have you watched their voting? It's like twenty percent people under forty. No, under 50, 60 years old. Everybody else. Oh my goodness, they dentures are just all about to hit the floor. They need some new blood in there. And I feel the same way about the presidential election, but it's a lot more older people than there are um, younger people. I like that guy, Yang. I haven't really paid much attention yeah. to him. I want Buttigieg out. He pisses me off. And um, Yang is talking about, um, see, he's another one that talks about that guaranteed income. And I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if that's going to work. Mm-hmm. He's talking about every American get $1,000 a month. What's the incentive? What's the incentive to work? What's the incentive to do more? People will get to the point where they will be perfectly fine with getting by on a thousand dollars a month. Can you get by on a? Th- I guess you could get by on a thousand dollars a month. Oh please! Get, get you a room and house. There. Get you a hustle room and economy is there. Yeah, you could hustle and get your thousand dollars a month. I, I just uh, and he says if you already get uh, benefits or something like um, you get a choice between getting your benefits or that thousand dollars, and I'm like a thousand dollars a month. Uh, no, 
And I, th- I was th- thinking he's talking about taxing Google and Amazon and all of that stuff. Anybody, yeah, everybody that takes a piece of our data, <laughs> he wants a sliver. Oh, so God. yeah, he's got he he's got some far out there ideas. But you you laugh, but that universal income is coming one day. Yeah. It's coming it one will. day. It will. Because I'm telling people, you once these these trucks drive themselves. The transportation industry wiped out, decimated. That's about three million people. Yep. That's my husband is in that industry. Yeah. We will hopefully we'll be retired by then. And then you gotta think about your kids. I worked at a factory mm-hmm. that made uh high tech products. We had one line of humans and we got a whole line in the factory and we had one robot. Uh-huh. That robot never slept. That robot rarely broke down. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to building the product, the spec, that robot mm-hmm. could build that product almost 98.9% accuracy. On its own, yeah. And like on a good day, that whole line of people, mm-hmm. they were doing good if if you didn't have to throw away if you didn't have to throw away less than five percent of what they made. Mm-hmm. That's a good day. Yeah. Maybe that ninety-five percent accuracy. That machine is ninety-eight. And I know people are like that's not a big difference between. It's a big difference when you're talking about the output of that robot and the waste. And that robot never slept. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking to myself, I don't even know why they have a line of humans. You get two of them, <laughs> two of them robots. And I was like, I was horrified when that robot came. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are we even here? Hey, I mean, we they got us bagging our own groceries at Walmart and Target and everywhere else. I'm scared. And I was the guy who serviced the robot. See? <laughs> I sat there and had a job to watch the robot. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there like, Lord have mercy. It's I think coming. I was, you know, they let me go. They, they let me go. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was, they were like that robot's so accurate I don't think we yeah, need you <laughs> Like exactly. Your job is what to watch the ro- Why do you watch the robot Like I've read that some Walmarts They have testers But they have some Walmarts where they have robots mm-hmm. That sweep them off the floor Yeah I can see that That little that thing that guy ride around mm-hmm. I don't see why that thing can't operate On it's own I've seen, yeah. I've seen McDonald's that only require Two people yeah. To run a those, whole uh, McDonald's. Those kiosks in there. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like it's you here. there is no cash registers and there's like old people looking around like where the, and they seeing us go up to them big screens like poo 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 poo. Mm-hmm. They're looking at us like, What are y'all doing? Why are they getting their food? And I felt sorry for him. I said, Look, you gotta come over here and you touch what you want. <laughs> And people be like, you got, we got to check out. We are the cashiers now. Yes. And I make it a point. I make it a point to go to a register, a line with a cashier. And they be looking at me like, I self checkout out over there. I said, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Are you going to pay me for my time checking me out? And they look at you like, Ugh. uh-huh. Uh-huh. One cashier yeah. told me, I told her, I said, look, I, 
I don't like the fact that there's no more cashiers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they can hire more cashiers. Mm-hmm. And she was like, whether you come to me or not, that doesn't make a difference. She told me it yes, doesn't it make it. That's what she told me. It don't make a difference. Mm-hmm. She okay. didn't even want to be on the register. When she ain't got a job in six months and she crying because Walmart let her go, uh, but it don't matter. Here's an article from Forbes. Okay. It says a new tech trend has emerged in the world's largest retailer as Walmart brings on board thousands of robots in nearly 5,000 of its 11,348 stores. According to CNN mm. Business, these robots will be scrubbing floors, mm. scanning boxes, mm-hmm. unloading trucks, wow, and tracking shelf inventory at mostly domestic U.S. locations. Robots will replace lower level jobs serving in janitorial functions as well as performing basic inventory work in order to manage rising costs. There go your jobs. I told you. We're going so we're going to get to one day we're going to get to a universal income and I asked a guy one time I said, "Look, what happens when everything is made by machines? What happens to the people?" Like how do we even um, survive he says when everybody he told me that when everybody when robots design and make everything he said the cost of products will hit an all-time low he said because there's no transportation to be paid because there's no truck drivers the gas you know they use less gas because they're efficient and routing and stuff like that because a robot drives the truck more efficiently and it's 24 7 he says a product that costs a hundred dollars mm-hmm. is going to be fifteen dollars because the cost associating. So he was like, in one end, people won't have jobs, but the cost of the goods and services they buy will be at an all-time low. And I'm like, how is that even, even that? How is that society even going to work? You remember that movie Will Smith did? With a robot turning against them. <laughs> yeah, now that's scary. I'm, yeah. I saw this movie called uh they remade it. I want to say Justin Timberland and them remade this movie. It was called End Time. Mm-hmm. And in this society, it got to the point where with technology and innovate, they really didn't have to work anymore and they could mm-hmm. technically live forever. Hmm. But everybody born was given a certain amount of years and you had to go to work and you go to work and when you get you got paid an extra time so if you never went to work eventually you die and people were going to the casino and gambling with their time they wore their time on their arm and when you go to gamble and when you pay for stuff you pay with stuff with minutes of your life did they show people who had gambled away their gambled life? away their life it ended up dying and I, there was one lady that gambled away her life and she realized it she went to the bar and she only had like two minutes the bartender didn't even charge her he said this drinks for free baby cause he yeah, <laughs> he knew yeah that movie that movie's crazy I got I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to I can't think of it right now but I had to give it to that concept Cause you know how I feel about things now. When you get a certain age, and that shirt mm-hmm. is a hundred dollars, you don't think about a hundred dollars. You think about how long do I have to yeah. give and work in my life mm-hmm. to pay for this shirt. That's why I like that movie. Cause that's how I view things now. When I look mm-hmm. at a house, and that house is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I was like, every day for the next thirty years, 
I have to go once a month and give the bank fifteen hundred dollars for thirty years. Thirty years. How much of my life did I sign away? That's how I view things. Oh, wow. In a future where time is money and the wealthy can live forever, we'll. The wealthy can live. Salas. Justin Timberlake is a poor man who rarely has who rarely has more than a day's worth of time on his clock. Wow. And then there were poor people, and what they would do is, uh, there were places where they would give away free time to the poor. And they would get in line when it's time to get they they just just trying to survive. Wow. Yeah, that movie was deep, and that's a future. That's a future I don't. It's <laughs> crazy because you know I worked at a major pharmaceutical, and I'm not even going to name their name. Yeah, don't name no names. And um, when I was reading about some of the things that were coming with CRISPR. And how they could edit the genome and stuff and some of the stuff that they were able to do. I asked the guy that worked there, I says, let me ask you something. One day, if y'all actually came up with a cure that didn't even cure all cancers, say mm-hmm. it just cured 60% of major cancers. Mm-hmm. Would y'all put that drug out? Nope. He looked at me and he says, Mm-mm. if we did that, he said that would cannibalize cancer treatment, the chemo, mm-hmm. the people whose job it is to give the chemo, the drugs that we give you for cancer, mm-hmm. and the drugs to help you treat the side effects of chemo, the doctors who are specializing. He said it would wipe out mm-hmm. most of our revenue. It's, an enti- it's a whole economy. Yep. He said we would camelize And I said what if the drug only costs $5 to make He said they probably wouldn't release it I said even At the benefit of humanity <laughs> yeah. That's scary mm-hmm. That's that's what they do mm. That's what they do The business of being sick The business of being sick And if, mm-hmm. if me and you can live a little bit longer Mm-hmm. It may be possible to extend our lives Because you remember back in the day Folk didn't live as long as they're living now Like routinely no. Folks is living mm-hmm. That metformin kept some niggas alive <laughs> I'm telling you that metformin and Folks started cancerous stuff to go along with it Yeah That metformin boy Nobody yeah. A lot of people didn't die of sugar diabetes <laughs> That metformin yeah, boy that to stay alive longer, a lot longer. Deal with Alzheimer's. A lot of people in my neighborhood are reaching 90, 90 plus, yeah. going away at 94. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of that. Yeah. So if we can hold on a little bit longer, especially when they get that CRISPR rolling, I'm telling y'all, go look up CRISPR. That thing is going to change the way. Not only does CRISPR um, help with cancer. They, I've seen where they were gonna CRISPR roaches and make roaches that can't reproduce, right? So when these, well, they're gonna make these roaches that they are programmed to die within like two, like whatever the life cycle, a sh- very short life cycle, right? They're gonna make these roaches 
And if you got a roast infestation, you go to your house and get these roaches and let them go free. Right? They're going to mingle and mix with the rest of the roaches and pass this trait down to the roaches. And in a couple of months, you ain't going to have no roaches. Because <laughs> they, yeah, they, they, they done edited they the genome to make a terminally a terminal roach so That's pretty soon they're gonna which i was like that is ingenious bed bugs now, they really need to do that a bit yeah they really do they man they really need to but do that's what we're looking bugs. at but uh mm-hmm. we're running at an hour and 30 minutes so i told you yeah i got a new segment it's called we shall overcome oh god mm-hmm. one day deep in my heart I do believe Okay man this, Okay sir And this is a special one It's called Dancing for Chicken You know There's a long history Of rappers endorsing And making bad commercials Oh my god Nelly made a bad mm-hmm. commercials For Cheerios Red Man and Method Man They did those Awful commercials For Right Guard Deodorant commercials <laughs> Yeah Salt and Pepper did that one for the Geico Mm -hmm. Vanilla Ice you might not remember but he endorsed Velveeta Mac and Cheese yes he did Snoop Dogg did Hot Pockets Master P did Snickers and Warren G lent his face to erectile dysfunction pills giving new meaning to regulators mount up But the one thing that I cannot get over That I cannot stand Are rappers who do it for chicken Who can forget that MC Hammer commercial for KFC Where he throws a piece of fried chicken into the air And catches it in his mouth while dancing And who can not remember Mary J Blige Who had that awful commercial well, she was on that table singing for chicken wraps at Burger King. It was so bad that when you look it up now, Burger King withdrew it, citing cultural uh, insensitivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't find it. You really can't find it. Mary J on the table dancing for flavor wraps. And 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 who can forget your boy Flavor Flay? A man who should have been canceled so long ago And in my opinion He should have been excommunicated From the black race for high crimes and coonery That's just my He opened a chain Of fried chicken restaurants Called Flav's Fried Chicken Not only was this a bad idea But he opened them in Clinton, Iowa it, which doesn't make any sense because it's almost 89% white no. in Clinton, Iowa. Oh my God. It closed Sunday, April the 21st in 2011. The circumstances behind the closing of the restaurant were disputed. Both Flavor and his co owner attributed the blame to each other. Hmm. Flavor said he found potato salad expired during his trip to the restaurant. <laughs> right? Expired chicken <laughs> potato salad And his co-owner And all the employees Denied these claims Flavor said he was pulling his name Because Flavor Fried Chicken And it's mismanagement Gave Flavor 
a bad reputation. Like, like this is one of the many things that gave you a bad reputation. So fast forward to the day. You remember that Popeye's chicken sandwich that we was robbing, thieving, and stabbing each other over? Remember yeah, at the I height remember, of it? I remember, I remember y'all was doing it, yeah. At the height of this chicken craze, they ran out. Yes. And your boyfriend, Amigos, Cuervo, remember why they ran out of chicken? He took the Instagram and he put a video of himself opening the trunk of his SUV with a large plastic bag full of the chicken sandwiches from Popeye's Chicken. And in the clip, he mentions, I heard y'all boys were looking for them. They sold out everywhere. He said, I got them things for a thousand dollars a chicken. Cuervo was charging 24,000% markup on a sandwich that originally sold for three ninety nine. Now, the chickens are back in the store. And I guess this little exploit of him trying to sell Popeye's chicken sandwiches out the trunk of a hundred and twenty thousand dollar SUV got him and Amigos this new deal, an exclusive deal with Uber Eats. The trio has put together the Amigos menu, centered around their personal orders at Popeye's Chicken. The four menu options are described by Uber Eats, and there's the tour rider. It starts at forty six ninety nine. You get twenty tenders. Seven sauces, one large mashed potatoes with gravy, two large fries, five biscuits, and a gallon of lemonade. That's the tour rider. Oh, the offset meal <laughs> is $21.99. Eight pieces mm-hmm. of chicken, one large fry, one large mashed potatoes with gravy, and four biscuits. Mm-hmm. The Cuervo <laughs> starts at $17.99. Two chicken sandwiches. Two regular fries, one regular mashed potatoes with gravy, two apple pies, and two small drinks. Mm-hmm. And the takeoff, poor takeoff. <laughs> He's that guy in the group. That's the Devontae of the group. <laughs> <laughs> he just there for decoration. His his little meal, his little meal only nine ninety nine. You get just five tenders and two sauces, one regular mashed potatoes, two biscuits, and one apple pie. That's Come on, takeoff. They could have done your boy. Mm mm mm. And the the these the tour rider, the Cuervo, the offset, the takeoff menu mm-hmm. items are available exclusively on Uber Eats nationwide mm-hmm. throughout Canada, December the sixth through January the second. I hate dancing for chicken, and I had a whole commentary ready oh, in this segment of We Shall Overcome, but. Your boy Paul Mooney said it better than I can say it. And I'm going to play you, Paul Mooney, who we're going to have to cancel because come to find out, he pulled a Kevin Spacey and touched the boy. So we're going to have to cancel him. But for this segment, I'm going to run Paul Mooney. And don't worry, I'm going to bleep out the curse words in post-production. I don't care about curse words. So without further ado, Paul, take it away, sir. And I didn't think I'd live this long to see a nigga dance for a piece of chicken. I turned on my TV set and saw Hammer dancing for some popcorn chicken. That's a 
damn shame. Something pop. What is it gonna be next week? Watermelon chicken? Is this nigga's mama still alive? He could go to his grandmother's house and get a free piece of chicken better than that popcorn. That's popcorn chicken. That a bitch. Well, what white man had the nerve to go talk to MC Hammer? A ham? Uh, look. We've got a great commercial idea. We're gonna, it's chicken, it's, uh, popcorn chicken. Once you do that sort of nigger ghetto move when we give you the cue, we're gonna throw the chicken in the air. You'll catch it with those big nigger lips of yours. We know you won't miss. No, I'm being real. That. I'm just trying to be real. It's just a late in the day. I'm not going for the no more. I'm not, no. It's late in the day. We're not, it ain't necessary no more. Call it, call everybody. Niggas gonna dance with chicken, they gotta be called on it. Can't hold your head up high and you dancing for a piece of chicken. No, the real white people, that white man's like, the real, this white man's giving me that like, like, look, well, this nigger is sort of bright. <laughs> Clever. Smarter than the average runaway. Paul Mooney. I love <laughs> real. Cold. We had to talk about, we had to talk about this canceling though. Yeah, what we're gonna, this? yeah, he. Yeah, maybe next show. We, we can touch on yeah. that next show. Yeah, it, if what he did is true, then yeah, Paul gotta go. I'm like, man, all that material. Dang it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Jeez, boy. But yeah, we shall overcome one day. I mean, that's just my problem with dancing for chicken, because all money ain't good money. Nope. And I remember, um, you, you know, day labor? You ever heard of day labor places? So when you're down yeah, on your luck. Day labor places. Yeah. And you, mm-hmm. you know, you need some money that day you go to the day mm-hmm. labor place and you sit in the mm-hmm. chair mm-hmm. and they put on the board jobs mm-hmm. one of the jobs was wearing a chicken suit at burger king to promote the chicken fries no i'm good and i was between jobs and i really needed some money that day it was a while back and if you've been to the day labor place it's full of functional crackheads Ones who can hold a job long enough to get to work and get the money for a blast. Do you know that nobody took that job? I don't blame them. Nobody. Even the people. Yeah, big yeah. It got to now. It got to the point. There was no job left on the board but the chicken suit, and folk mm-hmm. would not wear the chicken suit. No. I was asked by the manager, like, "Don't you want to go down to Burger King and wear that suit?" I leaned over and said, "As long as the military will take me, <laughs> I will <laughs> not <laughs> dance for chicken." I'm sorry, I just yeah. this. That's the line. Draw the line. That's the line right there. And dancing for chicken. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the Migos need the money. I saw an article. Or I saw something online saying. That Cardi B gave her husband Offset or who, Whichever one she's married to Offset Cuervo I forget Gave him like $500,000 So they don't need the money No Selling chicken sandwiches At the back of a $120,000 SUV mm-hmm. For a thousand dollars Come That's on That is crazy That is crazy Come on Man 
So I'm looking forward to your segment. You got to come up with your segment. Yeah, I got to come up with something because, uh, yeah, I ain't, you know, I ain't on Reach Your Love Come Train. <laughs> it's been going on this time. It's been going on this long. As free as American education is, and we ain't got past this yet. Nope. Yeah. I'm good. I respect it, though. But no, nah, I'm not that. I, I'm yeah. not that uh, hopeful. Yeah. I'll come up with a segment Okay Alright so we are Hour 42 minutes in This concludes the show I hope you have a happy Happy holidays Cause I know I am Cause I looked at that food Downstairs <laughs> Good lord You ready to tuck in Woo Because I know After this holiday season is over I'm straight keto I'm I'm, I'm losing it I'm telling y'all When y'all see me When summer come Summer bodies are made in winter. They made in winter. I'm going straight keto. I'm motivated this time. I'm, I'm so made. I'm so ready. Okay. When y'all see me again, y'all be like, "Is he okay?" Your boy done fell off. Y'all gonna be talking about me. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you enjoy your holiday too. So. Ain't nothing cooking in here. Ain't no pots banging. Ain't I'm no good. pots banging. Have we not met? <laughs> you got a tree. You I probably ain't even got no tree. You got a tree? No, I don't celebrate Christmas. You don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, yeah, Christmas. that's right. I got a little one right over here in the room. We got a big uh, one downstairs. That joke is nice, man. I'm a, okay, cool. Yeah. No, no, I'm good. We just hanging out. Lots of friends and family. Well, lots of friends coming over. My family's all back east. Nice. But I saw them Thanksgiving, so we good. Nice. 35 people listening to the podcast. I was like, 35? Wow. What? what? Okay. Shoot. That's awesome. I'll take that 35. Shoot. What? I'll take that 35. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got feedback from the family. They said that Naomi, she off the hook. <laughs> My family told me I didn't dig in enough. Yeah. <laughs> you told me I needed to, to go in so You was holding back Cause you was holding back Cause you ain't say half of what I know you would have mm. said <laughs> So <laughs> Yeah I didn't I didn't Alrighty Okay You have just listened to the So Glitch podcast with your hosts, Dion and Naomi. Subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. This podcast is sponsored by Who's Your Daddy? The one-hour paternity testing center. Before you go on Maury Povich, give us a call. With several locations in Durham and Fayetteville, North Carolina. Wanda's Wigs and Weaves Emporium. If you're into Crayola-colored wigs and weaves and caterpillar eyelashes, let us serve all your needs. 
Ray Ray's Tax Revenue and Fish Market. Come get a free flounder dinner and two sides with every W-2 you file with us. We file it and fillet it. Frying Nemo Soul Food and Sushi Fusion. Stop by and try our mac and cheese egg rolls, colored green spring rolls, and hog head cheese shashami. 10% discount to listeners of the Soul Glitch Podcast. That's this week's episode of the Soul Glitch Podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Thanks for listening.